Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Clarkson ball fakes a three, penetrates, easy floater up and in. Just like he's strolling down the river walk in his hometown. Jordan Clarkson puts the Jazz up by 23. Upside Rudy Gay drives the baseline, throws it up top, Ingles steals it. Just yanked it out of the air. Now pushing, bullets it to Oni in the corner, topped in the yank, driving, lobbing, dunking Rudy Gobert. This time they connect. Bogdanovich driving on Pirtle, hard to the rack, beat him to the rim and scores it with a left hand coming from the right side on the far side of the basket. Clarkson driving to the lane, heavy pressure misses, and a finish by Rudy Gobert. And the Utah Jazz cruise past the San Antonio Spurs, 110-99. Gobert, 24 points and 15 boards. Bogey with a 25-point game. And PK, they took control early. Got a little sloppy in the second half, but with that big a lead, I think that's kind of to be expected. That was was a pretty comfortable win over the Spurs. Absolutely it was, yeah. Yeah, Just precisely what the doctor ordered. Now, if the doctor could just get a couple other players healthy... We might give that doctor a raise. <laughs> nice. Come on, Doc. Get her done. Jazz were up by 17 points at the half. It was 60 to 43. So this wasn't really a case of fatigue slowing the Spurs down. The Jazz just had them from the jump. And now you wonder, well, how good are the Spurs going to be given two days to regroup and come back at them? We all know the cliches about it's hard to beat a team. Twice when you play them close together and all that, and the Jazz could use another win, certainly another win like that. That felt uh, a lot better than anything we've seen out of them recently. I know of no cliche that you're talking about. I don't accept that under any circumstances. That's a bunch of BS. And certainly don't, certainly don't accept it Wednesday night. I don't accept it any Tuesday night, Monday night, you name it. I don't accept it. I never bought it. I don't buy it. If Minnesota can do something... Certainly you can do it, so no excuses as far as I'm concerned. First one who says that, I am going to – I'm just not going to be happy with them. The Spurs are two and a half games in front of the Pelicans in the race for the 10th spot, the last spot in that play-in deal, but they're only a game and a half out of eight, so they could be playing for the seventh spot if they can get it going here at the end of the year. Jazz and Spurs again tomorrow night. This one is scheduled for seven, thank goodness. I well, yeah, seven or eight doesn't matter to me. But uh, I want to see the Spurs in the playoffs because I want to see how long Popovich's hair can get. Absolutely. And if they're not on television, well, and we don't have the other guy at president, we're not going to hear tra- uh, uh, Popovich very much. So, and I need to, I mean, I, I need to hear what he has to say. And plus, I need to see how long the hair is. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. LeVert tried to answer back with a three out front. No, Westbrook all the way up court. The Beal to the basket. Touchdown. Bacon score. Right hand. Touchdown. And Bradley Beal gives a touchdown signal with his arms. Wing his left elbow. Tentative move to JTA. Quick pass to Draymond over to Curry. Curry fires away right side. Knocks down a triple. Now finds Carmelo Anthony. He's in front of Gallinari. Crosses over. Now pulls up. Three-pointer. Buries it. And the foul. 
Carmelo Anthony, the Hall of Famer, has just passed Elvin Hayes for 10th place on the all-time NBA scoring list. Lakers working the clock. Horton Tucker, Davis, here he goes, leans in, got it! Big bucket by AD! Big bucket by Anthony Davis. He had 25 points, and the Lakers' three-game losing streak is over. They get past the Denver Nuggets, 93-89. to Jokic had 32 points and nine rebounds, but it's a low-scoring game, PK, and there just weren't many guys to follow those guys and hit shots. So we end up with a score that looks like something out of the 1990s. So, I'm unsure, was that good news for the Jazz or bad news for the Jazz? I can't well, figure this stuff out. It depends on who you are. If you're someone who, if you're you and you want the Northwest Division title, I think that was very good news. Well, for those of you following the Northwest Division race, the Jazz are now up by four games with seven to go. So, you should be, you should be feeling very good about the Northwest Division race. I have for months. But I'm talking about the playoff seating. What does it matter? I'm I'm serious. I don't know what's good, what's bad. I can't I I can't keep track. Now I'm not willing to go ahead and try to break it down. I want some nerd like you or Locke to do it for me. Yeah. I think if you want the Jazz to be the one or the two seed, that was very good news. They have home court in the second round. That was good news. Because Denver did have a chance. Everything had to go right, but they had a chance to catch the Jazz, and clearly everything did not go right, and their odds of catching the Jazz went down big time. But are about the odds of facing the Lakers in the second round, did they go up? Uh, probably went down a little bit because the Lakers win and the Blazers lose. So well, it was a great night, so there was no negative. So the Hawks beat the Blazers 123-114. So if the Jazz are going to be the two seed, are the Lakers going to be the seven? And with that victory, the Lakers uh, were in a three-way tie for 5-6-7, but now they're, they're a half game in front of the Mavericks and a game up on the Blazers. The Lakers retook fifth place. There's a tweet out there. Maybe I can find it and retweet it. There's a tweet out there that a uh, little, little mini graphic of how many teams have bounced through each spot in the last three days. Which is why your head is spinning trying to figure out who's in what well, spot. Well, t- I don't there. follow you on Twitter, so you're going to have to tell me. Oh, man, that hurt. You care? <sighs> Desperately. <laughs> Carmelo, 10th place all time on the NBA scoring list, 27,000 points. That's a lot of points. He passed the big E, Elvin Hayes, but Portland gets beat by Atlanta. So, I don't know. Do you care who's in the top 10 on the scoring list, PK? How many other 10 can you name? Uh, I don't know that I can name them in order, but I could probably get most of them, I would think. Yeah. Hit the I don't bi- care. But hit I mean, the biggest I, names in basketball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is, right? Kareem and Carl. Michael Jordan and LeBron James. I'll take the easy ones, thanks. Leave you the rest. Russell Westbrook's latest triple-double for Washington guaranteed he will average a triple-double for the Season for the fourth time in his career, he joins Will Chamberlain as the only players to tally multiple 20 assists, 20 rebound games. But if he's that awesome, PK, why are the Wizards 10th in the East? Granted, only a half game behind Oh, Indiana. they had COVID and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I mean, if Cuban wants the Mavs to get sixth place, we'll just win more games. But if this playing game is great. See, look at the Wizards. They had all these issues early, and now they're coming on strong. See, isn't it great? Depends on whatever argument you want to make. There is that. It does seem to have cut down on the number of games that people are tanking. The, the teams that are battling 
in those 6 through 11 spots. Some of them might have folded their tents, but not this year. They seem to be competing to the end here. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Streaming to the NFL. Inching closer and closer. The NFL announcing that Amazon Prime Video purchased the Thursday night package. It's going to take it over in 2022 instead of 2023. So one more year of Thursday night football on Fox. And then it's on to streaming for the Thursday night package. So I got to buy something else? If you're going to watch Thursday Night Football, uh, I think they have announced that for the the teams that are playing in their markets, which won't impact us here, they'll put those games over the air. But yeah, if you're hardcore and you want to watch Wait. a Thursday night game. Oh, so we don't have an NFL team in the market, but we have two baseball teams in the market? <laughs> hey, the rules are whatever help you make money, okay? <laughs> Follow the money, PK. I don't understand that. Yeah, if the if the Broncos play the Raiders in a Thursday night game. Oh, I get that. Yeah, I'm talking about why in baseball does baseball consider us having two teams? If you buy the baseball package, you can't get the Diamondbacks or Rockies on the baseball package. You right. can get them on the other on the whatever root sports that they've changed the right. name so many times. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You can get get it on that. Just yep. the Rockies, you have to buy. Other stuff to like get the D backs, yeah, to, which yeah. I do, right? But in the NFL, we don't have any team in the market. Nope, I don't think so. Uh, uh, but how does I don't understand that? Well, because they want you to buy Amazon, yeah, but that was before Amazon started, it's yeah. been this way for a while, for as long forever. You don't have an answer for it. Just say you. Don't I think have an answer I don't it. think they want to give us a home team because they want us to buy Amazon, or they give us a home team like baseball did. I think that's the answer. Yeah, I know, but if I who if I wanted to watch the Diamondbacks, I would buy the extra innings. Giving us a home team actually decreases the opportunity to see it, not increases. I would spend more money on the baseball package. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think baseball, they're trying to get you to buy the cable package because the Rockies get so much money from it. I think it's follow the money. I get okay, that but I can't get the Diamondbacks from it. Right, because they want you to buy the Rockies because this is the home market. But they consider, but yet they consider the Diamondbacks the home market too because if you buy the extra right. innings, you the Diamondback they, games are scrambled. Because they want you to buy that package. What package? You can't the get one, the freaking yes, package. The one that you buy by getting DirecTV. But that's only direct TV. What about all the other stuff? <laughs> the answer is follow the money, PK. Everybody's doing what they think is getting them the most money. Then why wouldn't the NFL do the same thing then? If they, if they can get the... Why wouldn't they put the Cardinals in our home book? And if it works for one to follow the money, why wouldn't it work for the other to follow the money? I realize we're going round and round and nobody cares. But... There's no logical explanation. The Tom Brady impact, the effect, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers become the NFL's most popular merchandise seller in 2020. They were one, not the bottom, but they were near the bottom in 2019. A massive jump. They went from number 28 to number one. Yeah, well, they're cool. They won, and people wanted Tom Brady's jersey. Yeah, I mean, they're cool now. A lot of folks didn't even know who Bruce Arians was yep. and how he's this old codger who likes to swear and say off-the-cuff things. He's an East Coast dude, of course, 
And so when he was doing it with Arizona, even though they did get to one NFC uh, title game under him, he didn't have that exposure. But now in Tampa, he's got the exposure as much as he needs. And I view that most people think that, wow, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're the latest, coolest thing. I want to be a part of it. And Brady, obviously, is a massive factor. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 2-2 pitch. Swung on, hit high and deep. Left field, forget about it. A towering homer to the second deck. Wow. In left field, JT Realmuto, a no-doubter. 1-2 pitch. And that ball is hit hard and deep. The 1-0 pitch to Ramon is swung on a high fly ball to left. Hernandez going back at the track. He will turn and watch it fly. And well up into the seats and left. And Lariano has homered in back-to-back games. And the Athletics take a 5-3 lead. And the Athletics win that game 5-4. And Lariano's now homered in three games in a row. Looking at Oakland PK, thinking, finally this is their year. Not just a playoff team. Look out. They've got the best record in the American League. I get it's half a game in or in May, but they got the best record in the American League after 30 games. they got the best record in the National League, too. 18-12, half a game better than, well, a whole bunch of teams. No no team has 18 wins except for the A's. Percentage points up on the Giants. Bay Area baseball. On top of the world in May. Yeah, got a shot, but long, 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 long way to go. Long way to go. Tyler Anderson had a no-hitter through six innings, and then in the seventh inning he gave up the hit that broke it up, and then the Padres end up scoring two runs on three hits in the inning, and they win the game two to nothing, beat the Pirates from no-hitter to beaten just like that. It's weird how one day we've got 13 to 12 games and 10 – Ten home runs in a game, and then we got an old-school pitcher's duel. One team with three hits and another with four, and a two-zip win for the Padres. That's what makes this sport the greatest. All over the map. You, hold, uh, you heard uh, Nolan Arenado with the home run there. St. Louis has won five in a row. They beat the Mets 6-5, to five, and the Mets fired. Chili Davis and Tom Slater, they're hitting coaches. They're out. They're not scoring enough runs. not hitting the ball. No, so they're not. toast. Their big acquisition is sucking. Francisco Lindor. Hitting the big 163. 0 for 20. Can't fire him, so fire the hitting coach. Dodgers Dustin May undergoing season-ending Tommy John surgery. The damaged ulnar collateral ligament. So, he's out for at least a year. Sometimes these things run out into the 14-16 month range, so he may be out for a big chunk of next year as well. Young dude, so he'll have an opportunity to come back, but um, obviously it's a significant blow. Chicago White Sox center fielder, uh, is it Lewis Robert or Robert? Robert. 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 He'll be out 12 to 16 weeks. Complete tear of his right hip flexor. That sounds awful. It really does. First inning of the game, too. Jeez. Surgery could be uh, an option to repair the injury. They're still seeking medical opinions, the second and third option, and all that kind of stuff. So, there you go. 
All right, there's the day in baseball. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Matt Harpering, jazz analyst on the uh, AT&T broadcast, is going to join us at 8 o'clock. And Ryan Abraham, owner and publisher of USC Football. A little spring football tour here as we count down to the end of the NBA season. We'll look ahead to college football as well. We will talk with him coming up at 8.30 right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Number one. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, the Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes or Toast brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Cadillac owners may have changed, but the luxury hasn't. Come see the bold new lineup of Cadillac at Jerry Seiner Cadillac today. Question of the day, how nice is it to put a whooping on the Spurs? And PK, what? how hot a take can we get on this? Anybody believe that wasn't any fun? Oh, that kind of sucked. Uh, well, I Jazz looked really good and won comfortably. You know, Spurs uh, tormented you for a long time, so it's it's different than putting a whooping on Portland, uh, for that matter. You know, there's uh, there's teams out there that really haven't stood in the way. Plenty of teams, actually. I mean, really, you look at the West. The only teams that legitimately over the years have stood in the way are the Lakers and the Spurs. Yeah, that combined 10 championships over the last 20 years will get your attention, won't it? I mean, the Warriors of late, but I don't think the Jazz were prepared to challenge them. They weren't even close to their level, as few teams were when the Warriors had it going on. And the Spurs still with Popovich, you know, he's hardcore and uh, very political and outspoken and all that stuff. Has a lot of criticism to a lot of different things, as we've heard. So I think the Spurs might have a little bit more extra luster. And do you, do you take any any solace in putting them away? Or was it those players are long gone and so it really doesn't matter? To putting putting uh, DeMar DeRozan away or Jakob Pertl away doesn't really hold the same amount of influence. Because it's interesting because I still think that putting the Lakers away – no matter who they are, they're the Lakers. <laughs> and that always feels good. Well, the Spurs pretty much did what the Lakers did. So is there that animus there that there's directed toward the Laker way? No. I think a lot of it comes down to what we talk about in the BYU-Utah rivalry. It's the fans that irritate the other fans. And I think we all know Laker fans. I don't think many of us know that many Spurs fans. If there was a geographical you know, proximity here, if there were a lot of Spurs fans living in our community and we got tired of listening to them, tired of seeing them at games, tired of hearing them cheering in our arena, then I think there'd be a little more of that oomph. Uh, and then also I think LeBron's a lightning rod in a way no Spurs player now is a lightning rod. 
if the Lakers hadn't gotten LeBron and if they had stayed down, would some of that it's good to beat the Lakers have started to go away? Maybe. Uh, you know, the Lakers didn't stay down, so we don't really, nor, nor have they. They were down for six years. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, but Kobe was still on the team for half of them, and you didn't like Kobe at that point. So that was like three of them. But I do think that that, you know, if that three-year stretch had continued where they didn't have Kobe and they didn't go to the playoffs, then maybe you could have lost it. And the way they got AD back rubbed people the wrong way. I mean, with the Lakers, there's always something rubbing you the wrong way. But if they were sitting in 10th with the Spurs, maybe some some of that edge would go away. Yeah, but isn't it good to see them down? I mean, the way Popovich treats people. I know he's a great dude and all. Once you just have to start to explain that somebody's a great dude, that just means that there's issues over there, you know, like with Bob Knight and Majerus and all that. Oh, he's really blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, then that means there's this other stuff that you're trying to explain away. I don't miss him snapping at people in those third-quarter interviews. I don't miss that at all with the Spurs rarely on network TV now. I don't miss that even a little bit. That was always cringeworthy to me. And maybe it's because, you know, we ask questions in our line of work, and that could be me pretty easily. And maybe it's that. Maybe that doesn't bug other people as much, but I found it cringeworthy. I always thought you should have replaced the, who was the legendary dude? Craig, Craig Sager. Sager. With the jackets and all. Very colorful dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, home plate when Hank Aaron hit 715 early in his radio career. Can you imagine running out to home plate now for some big moment? <laughs> but then it was normal. Oh, well. Uh, I think the reason it was nice to put a whooping on the Spurs is you, I think Jazz fans just want the Jazz to pass the eyeball test. They just want them to look like a good team. And, okay, there's a mediocre team, and the Jazz looked much better. Well, jazz must be a good team. I think it's just uh, refreshing to get two and a half hours of that. You, they need reassurance that they're a good team or assurance that they're a good team? Yes. Really? Yes. With all these wins, where they got fifty? Uh, not yet, but they're headed there. I think four. I think that was forty-seven last night. Yeah. Most in the NBA, it's, and they and they need assurance. You have the most wins, and you still doubt. It's interesting what faith level people have in this team because I have it extremely high. Right, but I think you're different, and I think it's because you don't have the phantom, and you didn't grow up with Stockton and Malone posters on your wall, and you didn't take all the other losses. Wouldn't that make you be more as, of a fan? You'd be more no, biased they, toward them because they took the other losses harder, and so they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You always talk about fans trying to protect themselves, and I think that's a classic example of what we're what we're seeing right now. I mean, so you're a fan, of, but you're more negative than somebody who doesn't give a crap. To protect yourself against the inevitable disappointment. The disappointment you are sure is inevitable. Then why be a fan? If, you, if you're going to guarantee yourself that you're going to have disappointment, what's the point? Because I love these guys, and the games are fun, and I want them to do it so bad. Well, if they're fun then you would think they're all that. Yeah, That's why you have all these voting See, and that they, they vote all these guys in for your guys because you love them. Now you're being me. You're trying to be logical, and this is an emotional situation. Channel, right. Channel emotional 8-year-old PK in New Jersey. And if you're emotionally connected to someone, you're going to overstate how good they are, not understate. That does. I love you, but I don't believe in you. Meanwhile, I don't care about this person or team over here, but I believe in them. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's not logic. That's illogic. It is illogic because the fans are emotional. 
Well, that's not logic. You're telling of... me I'm logical, but it's not logical. It's <laughs> illogical. You're trying to be logical. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've never tried to be logical. I just Gee. try to be passionate. I feel like one and of if... the, the I feel like one of the superheroes. I got the shield, and I'm just like spinning 360 degrees, repelling everyone. <laughs> if you're if passion equals logic, I got lucky. Most of the time, it doesn't. I'm a pop-off. I'm a pop-off of itch. I'm a pop-off uh, with a vowel and some Irish blood mixed in. That's what I got. Uh, to me, you overstate how good they are. You defend them. You're acting like, well, you're fans and you love them, so you badmouth them. That, that seems well, I think incongruent done, I think they do. I think they do both. When they win 20 out of 21, then they're going to win the title. And when they go, what are they now? Nine and seven over the last sixteen games. Like, oh, they're going to win the title. Well, we need to see if they get healthy before we start assessing title chances. And I suppose we ought to look at whether everybody else is getting healthy. I mean, we know the Nuggets aren't going to get healthy. Murray's out, but what's LeBron's deal? He's out of the lineup. He's back in, then he's out again. Oh, the time is now for the Jazz, man. The Lakers are not showing as much. The time is now. It's this season. You don't know what next season's going to bring. You nope. got some guys are in their thirties themselves. And, I mean, Joe's going to be 34 in October. And so how long can he go at this level? He could certainly be in the league a few more years. I don't doubt that. But I can't guarantee he's going to recreate 50% shooting. And, you know, shooting's down a little bit here of late. But that's probably because he's asked to do a whole lot more uh, with the two guard line players out. And he has to step up. So uh, his focus and attention is on other things, maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of running out of theory that I don't have any particular numbers on, nor am I going to run any numbers on it. Uh, It's enjoyment to me. It's not a mathematical equation that takes me back to geometry when I had to cheat to pass. I got got horrific memories. The last thing I want to do is break down numbers. I want to have it be a a sport that's fun. That's for the nerd guys who they're all smarter than me and good for them. Uh, So, and... Well, doing doing all the other stuff, not having uh, Donovan Mitchell set him up with some maybe some easy shots, some open shots at times, and Mike Conley setting him up with open shots at times, and just the fact that he was really hot there for a while, and is that sustainable? You know, even, even if those guys had stayed healthy and stayed in the lineup, could Joe have kept shooting it like that? So I think there's probably a few reasons why it's ticked down a little bit, but he's still shooting 47% from three, so not like it's ticked down that far. No, yeah. So I can't guarantee you that he's going to have anything close to that next season. So for the Jazz perspective, winning it all, it is right now. And then you celebrate, or when it doesn't happen, you regroup and you focus towards the next season. But, man, if, you, if you're if you a Jazz fan and you need assurances that this is a good team, you're actually not a fan. There's no fan out there who's a legitimate hardcore fan who doesn't think this team is really good. Not one. I defy any hardcore. I can't tell if you're hardcore. I have to take your word for it because I'm not in your life, so I don't know. But if you're hardcore, I do not believe there's not one who doesn't think this is a good team and absolutely doesn't need assurances. Of course you can beat a team like the Spurs minus your guys. Two guys, obviously. Yeah, I don't think you can beat a team like the Suns and some of these top teams, but the team that they're playing 
last night and tomorrow, that's not in that bracket. They're not a top team. By any stretch, they're not a top team. So, and Particularly when they played an overtime game in San Antonio the night before. Of course you should blow them out. That was zero surprise. I would have bet the house on the Jazz winning, whether it was by 5 points, 15 points, 20 points, I'm not sure. But under the circumstances being what they were, you know, tomorrow might be different because the Spurs can get a couple of decent nights sleeps in the same area and get themselves more prepared for tomorrow. Still expect the Jazz to win, but the blowout win last night under the circumstances, you're off, you're at home, they're playing in San Antonio, long flight, taking the flight multiple times, and now you have this opportunity, so you did what you did. But I don't think there's any Jazz fan that needs reassurance that this is a good team. At this point, how many games they have left? Six, seven games? Seven games to go for the Jazz now. So what's 72 minus seven? I wish I would have just played 70 because then I could have done the math a lot easier. <laughs> 65 games down. Okay. Seven 65, to go. After 65 games? Geometry really was horrifying for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Writers don't aren't good at math. It's just the way it is. We suck at math. I mean, everyone has their alignment and their skills. So, and their particular talents. If Although I never fed, had a boss when I, in my writing career who thought I was a good writer. In fact, they thought just the opposite many, many times over. It hasn't stuck with me at all, all these years later. No, I've forgotten it and let it go. Sure I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've let so, that go. Right over here where I can grab it quickly. <laughs> I'm still working on trying to let it go. Maybe I'll get there. Probably not. <laughs> ah, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, old dog, new tricks type of thing. Not happening. So, I, I mean, I, I believe that there, there's so much support for this team. They have, and I've lived in markets, and I lived in four states, and they've had NBA teams in all of them, and in some places, multiples. And nobody is more passionate than jazz fans. I can honestly say that. I can honestly, I mean, without, I'm not saying it just to be whatever. Uh, from my experiences, living in New York, now I was, I was a youngster, but I still don't live in Jersey, but a suburb of New York. And, you know, I have plenty of family and friends and go back every couple of years uh, and obviously uh, have the roots there. Passionate fans, we know that. But, and then Phoenix and Los Angeles. And these fans right here, they're just as passionate. They're just as good, just as vocal, just as you name it. And it's even, and what's more impressive is that you're doing it here. Well, gosh, I mean, Laker bandwagon fans, you only bumped into them if you chose to go outside. So, of course, they're all over the place. The easiest thing in the world to be is a Laker fan. <laughs> of all fandom, in North American sports, <laughs> can you think of anything literally easier than to be a Laker fan? No. Seriously, I, I, I don't. No. I don't think there is. I mean, there's other stuff you can go. At. People won a lot. You know, the Patriots won a lot. Like the Lakers had really good decades when the Patriots were just completely sucking. So I guess if you're like 27 year old Patriot fan, well, you've had it pretty easy. But you could literally be 60 year old Laker fan, and you've had it but pretty that's easy. So much harder in football because there's more guys, more components, one game 
You have to win a game. You look mm-hmm. at the tuck thing. You know, you could have lost that game. It's so in football with a one game and a ball that takes weird bounces, you can cover a guy like a blanket, and it hits someone's shoulder pad, pops straight up, and somebody else can catch it. You know what I mean? There's so many not really fluky things, but there's a lot of chance to a degree involved, especially in a one game. Well, in basketball, where there's so few guys and there's so few elite guys, and plus they got to beat you four times, not once. You can't just get hot once or twice with shooting. You got to do it four times, right? And come on, man. It seems like it's really, really difficult. So being a Laker fan is the easiest thing in the world to be. I don't understand the logic that uh, you don't believe this team is good. If you're a hardcore fan, I would love to hear from one hardcore fan who doesn't believe this team is good. Now, you can go, oh, we're cursed. The league's never going to li- mm-hmm. let a small market, oh, blah, blah, blah. That, that, but that's aside from the team. Because yeah, the think- team had no curse, right? Like the red, There was no curse on the uh, Red Sox winning the World Series with those guys. That was a made-up thing. Yes, it was, and it took Kurt Schilling to kind of call it out. It was stunning, and yet yeah. when you think about it, it was like, hmm, it was kind of obvious too, wasn't it? But nobody wanted to say it, and he did. So he got credit for it. <laughs> it's not a curse. We're going to go win, like we yeah. did in Arizona. And then they went out and they won it. Multiple so, times. Yeah. Right. So the other teams just weren't good enough. I just yeah, think right, that right. The, I think the thing Jazz fans know and that they really buy is, yes, you're good, but you also need to be playing – your best basketball as you get to the postseason. Because everyone understands it's hyper-competitive. And the thing that's a little misleading right now is that obviously Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley aren't playing their best basketball. And they're going to have to play their best basketball, and they're not playing at all right now. But it's still reassuring to see Bogey getting untracked because the expectations for him were really high. I mean, he he was the crutch and the explanation for anything that went wrong at the end of last season. And the bubble, if it went wrong, it was like, well, he didn't have bogey. So now you got it, and he's struggling to shoot but, the three, and you're but, like, but get on track. But he's been on track for a while now. Right. And so so like, I didn't need the Spurs game to provide me any reassurance. Yes. But after playing 500 ball for a long time, and it's just one game. I mean, they could play 500 ball. It's, everything you said about the Spurs a couple minutes ago is true. You know, they get to sit in one town for two days, get a couple of good nights sleep, get a little irritated. Maybe they shoot the ball a little better, just hit some open shots. You know, Wednesday's game could look really different. There are no guarantees that Monday's going to look like Wednesday, so maybe the Jazz will end up playing sure, 500 ball. Sure, but if you go back to the explanation in the bubble was Bogdanovich, mm-hmm. well, then the expl- explanation is the two guards out. So it's if they lose, well, you've already got the ready-made explanation. They do, if- right. But I think it goes back to what you said, and I think people actually are hearing this and they're buying it, that this looks like a good opportunity for the Jazz, and they better grab it with both hands. You know, you don't know who's going to make a trade in the offseason and, and build a super team. You, know, there's, you don't know if your guys are going to be healthy next year. You know, you don't know if guys in their 30s are going to be, you know, lose 10% of their athleticism or whatever. There's a lot of stuff that could happen. Certainly nobody saw the Suns coming, right? I mean, they made a trade and they had some young guys get better. And then they found a few pieces that fit in the rotation. Not that they're stars, but they fit and they make them better. You know, who knows if that's going to happen with somebody else next year? 
You know, maybe one of these good teams is going to add a couple pieces and be a great team. I mean, the Suns came out of nowhere, you know, but well, a playoff team might go from good to great. So I think they do, the Jazz fans do feel the urgency like they should seize this chance with both hands. This is a really good one. But these guys are hurt and these guys aren't playing well. And at least for one night, they just passed the eyeball test. There's nobody who's not playing well. I mean, at least for one night. There's been dozens of nights that they yes. passed the eyeball test for but, at least for one night. That's the barometer for at least. That's what you took for at least from one night. They passed the eyeball test. That's what you take from the Jazz over the last two weeks. That's the best they've looked. And it's what it's you're not, doing that's lately. That's not true at all. They hammered Sacramento, their biggest margin of victory ever. Yes, I, and people have no respect for Sacramento and don't think that that equates to anything. I mean, at least Sacramento, at least San Antonio is mediocre. So you blew out some 500 team that just played the night before yep. into overtime, and you and you need that. Yep. Oh, 154 is not. Oh no, the not, fans. 154 is not repeatable. It was a one-off. They Which makes it the best well. effort that they've had because it's a one-off and not repeatable. That by definition makes it the best effort. Am I going nuts here? No, just like every other day. All right, when we come back, yay or nay, the world, the basketball world, the basketball world is changing underneath your feet, and some people don't like it. Do you? We will get to that next. Stay with us. This this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. You know I was babysat until eighth grade. Dolores Arnold used to babysit me every day after school. And Dolores? Her husband. Yeah. Like he got like 220-pound <laughs> eighth grade hands. Would Can we not focus on that? You walk in like, hey, Dolores. Hi, Hans. I think it's funny the thought of an eighth grade Hans Olsen probably pushing two bills. He's <laughs> sitting in and being babysat. You guys let me know when you're done <laughs> so I can finish my story. Tell us more about Dolores. Anyways, her husband, Don, liked MASH. Sitting next to Don on the couch watching MASH. Hey, <laughs> Don, you can-, can I borrow your shaver? <laughs> Catch Hans and Scotty every day. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Get your foursome together and sign up today for the Dyslexia Center of Utah Charity Golf Tournament. Join the fun May 13th at Cedar Hills Golf Course. 100% of the proceeds go to the Dyslexia Center Scholarship Fund. Space is limited. Find out more at dyslexiacenterofutah.org. All right, we got multiple questions of the day here. LeBron calls for the firing for whomever thought of the NBA playing games. What do you think? I think no. No, you don't fire him, you reward him. I think this is working out well, PK. It's early, and maybe it won't work out in future years, but right now, I see teams that normally be tanking, playing hard, trying to win games. Good. That's better than the big old tankathon at the end of the year. The people who don't like it are the teams that are sitting fifth or sixth, or think they should be sitting fifth or sixth, and then drop either into seventh or within range of seventh. The teams that are climbing, like the Grizzlies, they're not complaining. Not that they really have the stature to complain, but they're not complaining. But it's the Mavericks and the Lakers. Whoever came up with that uh, need to be fired. (laughs) Jason (laughs) says, I could care what LeBron thinks. All right, go ahead then, if you could. I think it's sarcasm. I don't think he cares at all. Yeah. Well, yeah, but so a team that finishes four places ahead of another team, that team that finishes below, 
has just as much chance? No, I don't think they What's do. The point of having a regular season. I don't think. Well, and Jeff is with you. He thought it was a good idea until do. he has to be one of the teams. Although I personally think seventy-two playing games is enough. Yeah. So we need more games. To, yes, to, to more games. More, and we're going to have a, a league that already rewards most of its teams. You don't even have to finish anywhere near five hundred to get in. More games equals more money. Hence, there will be more games. Well, then have everybody in the playoffs then. Why stop there? Because they're afraid it'll cost them money and devalue the regular season even more. Hi, Utah prep scene. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. It's already greatly devalued. These teams have no chance to do anything. I wouldn't think so. Afterthoughts by June 1st. You would think yes. It'd be in a, in a. This isn't the. This isn't baseball or the NFL, where wild cards have a chance. In a big year, a seven or eight seed a wild card in a sense. Yeah, in a big year, a seven or eight seed. There'd be four of them, right? Two sevens and two eights, east and west. And in a big year, one of the four would win a series. You wouldn't have two of the four winning a series. Maybe what, one what of the four. Ta- what sport are you talking about? I'm talking in the NBA. These teams are the seven and eight seeds, east oh, and west. Okay. Yeah. In a big, to your point, that they these teams will be afterthoughts, but it's all about selling hope. And so, for the Grizzlies, hey, we're climbing. You know, we're on our way. We got a young group. You know, I don't know what the Spurs are selling. No, they I, I don't. Would, I would think Westbrook is in his thirties. Beal's been around for a good while. Oh, in the while. Wizards' what case, young yeah. group do they no, have? I said Grizzlies. Grizzlies. John Morant, young, on his way up. But you're right. The Wizards now the future is. Okay, but that, that, right he's st- he's not going to get any older or any younger by this play-in thing. He's still going to be young. The hope is still going to be there. I mean, if you you're talking about a lot of Jazz fans don't think that they have a shot, and so now, but the Grizzlies fans, yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. Everybody, let's go down to Beale Street. We have a. Ch- Shot to get into this uh, extended playoff thing where Jazz fans, they're on top of the league. Oh, we got no shot here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> fans aren't logical. Fans is short for fanatics. It's all emotion. Emotion, emotion. You should be totally on top of this. This is who you are. This is in your wheelhouse. Hey, I'm all for teams trying to make more money in, in the league. I mean, that's the China thing. Let's... Let's go into China. Well, just LeBron and these guys. We got nothing to say about that over here because we're making a hell of a lot of money over here. Come on. I'm all for that, man. I'm not going to take anybody's money out of their pockets. Nobody should be taking money out of somebody's pockets. Who am I to say you don't deserve more money and you shouldn't do that? It's not about the money. Yeah, BS. (laughs) So I'm all for it. But sell it for what it is. It's an opportunity to make more money. We're going to take it. Fine. I'm good on you. Don't try to tell me it's the greatest thing and and these teams that have no business being in the postseason are many, many games under 500. That doesn't devalue. All you got to do is finish 10th and you got a shot to get in. Hornets are two under. Pacers are four under. Wizards are five under. They're running eight, nine, ten in the East right now. Doesn't look like any of them will make it back to 500. Yeah, I mean, I bet you they are just going berserkle the people of Charlotte on they fire can barely sleep at night because they, of this college basketball <laughs> territory they've never 
doesn't really NFL. seem to. And NFL, yeah, they've never really seemed to embrace the Hornets. They're just kind of there. What's the second go round of them? Yep. All right, coming up next, Matt Harpering, Jazz Game Analyst for AT&T Sportsnet, joins us, and then Ryan Abraham, owner and publisher of uscfootball.com. Part of our spring football tour, he will join us at 8.30. Is SC getting it together? They're going to be all that. We'll talk with Ryan Abraham coming up at 8.30. Matt Harpering next. Stay with us.